Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, episode 82. Yep. The beginning and the end. But mm, I'm not really even sure what we're going to talk about. So let's go. Let's go. 15 minutes with Wit and Kai. <laughs> we'll see if we can make that actually happen or will we talk forever? Hmm. We'll get windy probably. That's okay. It is windy here. It's actually not here and it's freaking amazing. Oh, is it? What's the temp? 75. <gasps> oh, glorious. Yeah. If it would just stay not windy, we have seriously had the worst spring weather ever. Probably so the windiest, the windiest I can remember. Gosh, and it's always windy there, so that's saying something. And like ugly wind, like forty to fifty, not like twenty here is normal. Oh, same here. Like you walk outside and it's blo- your hair is blowing in your face. And I remember when we first moved to our home place. Now, getting out of the car when we came to look at the house, I said out loud, "Is it always windy here?" Because there's no trees. And like, there are tons of trees around us, but there are no trees immediately. The previous landowners got rid of them all, which makes me so sad. Um, What I planted when we first got here, we have like six very small trees still that are growing. But um, yeah, anyways, so very windy, flat plains of Audrain County. Like we live in the flattest section of our, probably the Northeast Missouri. It's so flat and so windy all the time. Wind is one of those things that instantly pisses me off. (laughs) Well, don't fix your hair. Right. Or go, you can go outside, but you're going to have wind in your face. Your hair's going to be in your face the whole time. Like ratty. I've just been putting Reese's hair up because there's no use in leaving it down. It's going to come. Spraying business. So, really, wind is not our friend either. Yeah, for sure. For you guys, we're spraying too, but um, it's worked out so far. We, we're doing okay. Jordan likes to spray in the evenings. So, that seems to be work well. Yeah, the wind lays down at night. Perfect. Well, what's new? Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like we should really start with you because you have way bigger news than I do. Mine's kind of a very basic, boring recap, but I think that you have really big news to share with our listeners. Yep. Cultivating Courage is going to have a four-month-old baby Larson at it. (laughs) I was like, it's nothing about cultivating courage. (laughs) That's all I think about, though. Like oh my- I have a baby strapped to me the whole time. I think we have to talk about rooming together because I'm not sure I can handle getting up in the middle of the night with your baby. <laughs> I know. You just I, might me just- <laughs> I might just have to sleep with Kinley. No, I can help if you need me to. But I mean, really, if you want to book me another room, like right beside you so I can help if I need to, but not have to. With an adjoining door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Please bring can I get ready with you? Yes, but can I not get up with your baby? Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we didn't sleep well anyway, let alone having a baby scream all night. Dude, I um I just put my crib for sale on Facebook. I know, I saw. It feels very final. Does it feel good to you or no? It does feel good. It's very surreal. First of all, congratulations. Thank I've you. already known, like, I've already congratulated you, so this is no surprise to um your bff here but i am it's very hard excited. to hide seriously i'm one of those people that pee on a stick at like two weeks and it's like oh hey i'm very pregnant 
bloated. Yeah. Baby. Instantly. I actually woke up and I'm like, wow, my boobs are <laughs> huge as if yeah. they aren't already. And they Don't hurt. Me. God, I look so splat chested. I'm actually concaved at this point in my life. <laughs> like the only reason I like have bigger boobs is because I've put on a little bit of weight <laughs> and they're so small. <laughs> That's the only plus. Um, gosh, what was I saying before I say congratulations? We were talking about if it feels final. Oh yeah. Okay. So you are pregnant. Emily Russell is pregnant. Like my two best friends are pregnant and I'm one, like keep the water away from me. I don't want to be pregnant. I'm just finally feel like I'm healing mentally and emotionally and physically from Rowan and Rowan is like 28 months old. (laughs) What would another baby do to my life in the same breath? God, if that's in your plan, we'll just figure it out. But, but do know that if I come up and I'm like, Hey, I'm pregnant there need some help. Okay, first of all, I'm not, let me be very clear. But if I do become pregnant ever in the near future, know that when it's announced, I will have done a lot of self-help and counseling <laughs> for that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think I was meant to be a mom of three. I think when I look futuristically, I was talking to my therapist about this. I'm like, I would love to have a fourth, but the baby stage is so hard for me. I, know. Um, I think a lot would have to change in our lives and that's fine. Like I'm very open to like being the person, specifically the mom that I am called to be. But I also think that I was not called to, we've talked about this so many times to be a stay at home mom. Right. I would have to just be some, like there would have to be some give and take. And I just finally feel like I'm getting my feet on my, on the ground. So again, if it happens, it happens. It does feel very like, Okay, You're like at peace. literally both of my best friends are pregnant, weeks of heart. I know we were actually both pregnant at Cultivating Courage and didn't know. And didn't so, know. sorry, tiny baby, about the beer drinking. If you saw them drinking beer, they did not know. Very much true. We like Emily took a test the next day, and it was like so gratifying for her because she didn't feel so crazy. She cried the whole time, and then it was like what a week later, and you were like, "I'm pregnant," and I'm like. Oh I my god! I just sent her a picture and said, "Ope." <laughs> oops. I mean, not oops. It was totally on purpose, but "ope" "ope" is a better phrase for it. Yeah, I'm glad you have feel you with that though, because I've I never think, felt done with Rowdy. Like I, don't I feel like he's like he's I feel the same way though. Like I kind of feel at peace when I logistically take a step back and think about it. I'm like, "Yep, yeah, nope, I'm done." But then I'm like, "But am I?" You had such a hard time after Rowan, though. It would be hard to want to do that again. My, um, I have some other friends, my House of Color friends specifically. Um, one of them's an Enneagram 8 like I am. And we were in California at the conference. And I was like, oh, maybe I'd have another kid sometime. And she turned around and was like, I was really worried about you after Rowan. I'm not sure that's a good idea. Because <laughs> she's as direct as I am. And I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm good. Um, I don't know. So, I mean, it's, it feels final. It feels like we've already dumped a lot of our baby stuff. So like that part's not getting rid of the crib to me. It's like, if I was to get pregnant again, well, we'll just have to get a new crib. Like, I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> but I kept a lot of stuff too, but like the crib thing, we tore them down to toddler cribs. And then I don't know where any of the screws are to like put the fronts back on. And mm-hmm. I told Bart, like all of our kids went to a big bed on the floor at like 11, 12 months. And mm-hmm. so I said, I'm seriously considering just using a pack and play. Good. I don't know why you wouldn't. You can, yeah. you can buy like mini mattresses. It's like a more, a little bit more comfortable mattress for yeah, the I saw that. And so I'm like, I think we might just be going like definite fourth child, super chill, easy. 100%. Things. I might end up sleeping with you some. Like 
I would, yeah. 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 Gonna, be, gonna be a chill baby. Manifesting. Oh, ready. And we're also not finding out what it is, which we've never done before. So. Are you gonna start picking out names? Do you have names? You're not obviously gonna tell them on here, but I can tell them. I don't care. Oh, okay. If you okay. use our name before we use it, okay. <laughs> I will hunt you down. <laughs> if it's a girl, because Leighton was supposed to be this, but we changed last minute, it will be Letty. L E T T I E. E. Oh, cute. Okay. And if it's a boy, we're having a bit of a discrepancy. I think Maverick is good. I have a friend that has a little baby named Maverick, and they call him Mav, and it's so cute. Yes, that's what I told Bar. I said Mav is the cutest nickname ever. Well, I also maybe, like- maybe this baby was conceived after watching Top Gun by Maverick. I mean, I also like Morgan and call him Mo. Bart likes Rory, which all I think of is the girl Rory on Gilmore Girls. I love Rory as well as a R name. Like that was one of my top ones. So those are our three. We don't have. any inclination of what we'll use letty larson yep letty joe oh that's cute i like that i like it with the middle name too bart's mom's middle name is joe oh so fun how was everybody like receiving it around you like all your friends and stuff um a few people were really surprised which i don't know why because we've always said that we were gonna have another but maybe they thought that like wow girl you old (laughs) but you're not let's stop right but it is weird thinking back like Bodie and Leighton are 22 months apart Leighton and Rowdy are three and then this one's gonna be five from Rowdy which Rowdy Rowdy will be five before the baby's born well right after I mean I'm due November and he's five in December first of all how did he become five I don't know whoa he's like instantly grown up since I found out I was pregnant yeah, and Reese, she's five two, and I just think about her transitioning into kindergarten. She'll be six in August, and like a lot has changed in her this year. She has, even just talking to her on here. It's <laughs> sad they're growing up, but it's also fun and new seasons and lots of changes. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm final or not, but I think it's a no. I'm pretty sure Jordan was like, mm, "It's a divorce for us if we have another one." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. it'll be good uh, I'll just my ovaries will just hurt for a little while and I'll just, just snuggle up cultivating courage yeah I told Jordan uh, when we were joking about you having twins <clears throat> which I'm not by the way I have a sonogram that shows one <laughs> <laughs> we were joking let me rephrase it let me say again we were joking and I'm like if Whitney has twins just so you know I need to go out there for a week just to help her clean her house okay um, so I'm just for <laughs> Uh, when you said that because i have also been very nauseous which i was not with the other three you said that and i said don't wish that upon me which god bless anyone that has twins they're the cutest things ever like when somebody else has them but there's no way i could do that by myself you could you could oh i could i would make it work but i feel like i would just (laughs) not some videos of those moms with like just their boobs hanging out their hair is a mess they haven't brushed their teeth in a month that would be me (laughs) it might still be with one i could be um Either way, it's going to be delightful. And you get to kind of go into the fall season. I mean, November is not like an ideal time to have a baby. Yeah, for sorry, about the, sorry about the grain cart, guys. <laughs> right. I mean, like for harvest, but then also for me, I know I was so nervous about kids getting sick. Like, like infants. 
And then, but I will say with having Rowan in December, I was hyper aware of sickness, but our kids are still in like Rhett was in, Rhett was not in school yet. Maybe I was hyper aware about sickness. I, you know, it's not really a good example to comp- compare because I was kind of crazy. Um, but I will say like, you're already so chill. I don't know. I think it's going to be great. That'd be good. I enjoyed having Rowdy in the winter. Yeah, because you get to snuggle. Like, you do, you are home more. You do, like, it's just everybody to be done. Yeah, like, it gets dark at five o'clock. Everybody's inside. Yeah. Um, It'll be good. It's going to be so good. Okay. Um, Recap here. Jordan and I were dumb yesterday and, like, didn't record our planting progress reel, which makes me so mad because now we're back busy again today. So I'm not sure when that's going to happen. We're actually not planting this week. I think we have. 12, 1500 acres left. I don't know. Um, but things are going really good here. Uh, we got like a half inch of rain or fifth five hundredths. If you're Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) Five tenths of rain. (laughs) Um, it'll forever be like the droughted hundredths measuring like literally down to the second and then the wet stupid, we're not actually wet this year, but, um, it feels like we have, you know, we have been last five years. So, uh, measuring in tenths or in inches. We actually had tornadoes go through a couple nights ago south of here. I think down through through tornadoes or through St. Louis, one tornado. Um, so definitely some gnarly weather. All of our rain has got hail with it. The last three storms, like we got our siding blasted. Did we talk about this already? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. Siding was all messed up and with through one storm. Um, we literally like fence posts are trampoline. I mean, we got all the things ready. Um, we did take out hail coverage this year, which is interesting just because we don't normally, but maybe with having three storms recently with hail and all of them, maybe that's a sign. Right. Um, Jordan's pumping poop. Pumping poop. Yep. We actually, we were afraid that the pumpers were bringing in potentially, it was just another risk for PERS and disease. And we've had PERS too much and it's expensive when you get sickness in your side unit. So we actually purchased our own pumping equipment. He can pump, what do you say? How many gallons a minute? It's just an astronomical amount. They can basically, we have a 10 million gallon pit. And I think in two, in one day, they pumped like almost 500,000 gallons. Onto the same field? Well, it gets knifed in. So there's a rate that you apply it at. Yes, it is in the same field. I think it's by acre. I think we can do quite a bit in like a 300 acre quad. Um, We have about a thousand acres down there that's pumpable on. So lots of room for mixing and moving. And right. Yeah. The setup is amazing. Um, and sustainability, right? Rhett's like, why do we put poop on the field? And I'm like, well, thank nitrogen. you for We pay for synthetic nitrogen. Bart just said two days ago we were driving by a feedlot and they had all their poop piled up. And he said, I just wish we lived somewhere near feedlots where we could get that. But it's just not a reality for a lot of people. It's not. And it's really hard to move. Like even hog manure, there are people who have it trucked out, which that is a ridiculous amount of truckloads of manure. Like it's just paying for the fuel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Um, And so like around here and in Iowa specifically more, more Iowa than down here, but people will put a contract barn on their ground as a farmer 
one as just an expense, like on their, like another asset purchase, but then also they get the manure. That's part of the agreement is that they get all the manure and someone else puts the pigs in it and it's just dual purpose. And so it's cool. It is. I wish there was more, more poop on the world to use, but honestly, that's why they came out with synthetic nitrogen for a reason. Absolutely. And then the markets have been really weird. Um, in Jordan said that, so the hog markets were up quite a bit. Usually when um, grain markets are up, they're like grain and hogs usually are opposite of each other. So grain markets have been coming down a little bit. Hog markets were up for a while. Um, And Jordan said that they shut down two packing plants in Canada. So now America is basically being flooded with hogs to process, which means shackle space is very little and hogs are just stupid, stupid cheap right now. So if you're a hog farmer, solidarity, super fun. Love this life word Mm. yep so we are in two very different seasons i feel like usually our seasons um parallel yep not here dry depressing yeah Yeah, i know you don't want to talk about before do you want to talk about the drought i said not really i know but but i mean it's needed because there's so many people out there that i guess had no clue that kansas texas New Mexico, Oklahoma are dealing with it. Yeah, um, I actually had a girl send me a link the other day that, so if you haven't heard of the dirty thirties, you can easily Google it. It's everywhere that they think that we are as bad as it was in the thirties, but we have better farming practices is why you do not see the That's- amount of dirt blowing anymore. And what ended the Dust Bowl? Did like just like a La Nina or El Nino? I don't know which is which, but did one of those just come so, in? Settle everything? So I researched this today. La Nina is what we've been in. El Nino is when it lets loose and starts raining, which apparently we're going into El Nino. So hopefully that's real. Oh my gosh, I hope so much for you. Me too. Which I told Bart, I said, I don't really understand it because it's been saying like the equator has been, you know, I like researched it all. It's really kind of confusing to me. But he said, how do you know if it gets to us? And I said, I don't know that. I need to find a friend that can explain that to me. Have you looked at, do you watch Eric Snod? Do you have any access to Eric Snodgrass stuff? Is he on Facebook? No, I don't know. Um, Usually our FCS. um, I think I've heard a podcast of his. Well, he he works through Nutrien. It looks like maybe they're just on YouTube. Um, but he does these like monthly. I'm sure he does more than monthly, but they it's amazing. He is a phenomenal meteorologist. meteorologist is probably, he he's probably more than a meteorologist. Like he's got to have lots of letters behind his name. He is incredibly smart. We have seen him speak in real life, but he works for Nutrien specifically, and then goes around and like speaks at different ag events. And just, first of all, he's funny, not on these, he's not funny in these YouTubes, but when he was speaking in real life, he was hilarious and just really witty and relatable. And for someone who talks about weather to be relatable and funny for me, that's like a win-win. It's, pretty interesting. it's so interesting, but his, his modules take into consideration like the European models and the American models and just gives you some idea. And I would say, I mean, he obviously is not right all the time, but he does these big, like long range forecasts. And so we always, we always like to watch them. They're not always true. You know, they don't, you know, six months from now, how are we supposed to know really? But just based on what he That's knows and what he's seen happen in history, he can, it's definitely worth listening to. So if you're interested in the weather. I just looked it up. Someone the other day said, what's your predicted like 
forecast for the drought and i'm like i mean they only predict the weather 15 days ahead there's, yeah, so wrong. there's no and i mean if there was an end inside i feel like that's not what god is using this for mm-hmm. we would have a predicted date as to when it would end but you would just you would just be relieved there would no right. be there would be no struggle right um yeah it is Mark. scary um i don't i had a friend text me the other day and she was like i know you know how this is because you're you know a farm wife and it basically said to the point of she was asking her husband about harvest and he said if we don't get rain soon we won't have a harvest and she was like that scares me because in the 15 years that i've known him we've never not harvest Mm-hmm. And those are just very real things. Like farmers make money by planting a crop and by harvesting it. And when there's not an ability to do that, then that thus then affects your life. Well, it affects your life. It affects the community's economy. It affects like there's just such a downstream effect for agriculture. It makes food prices rise. It it does. It just really sucks. It does suck. Ugh, I'm sorry. Somebody asked us the other day, um, how do you keep your fields from blowing? And I was like, honestly, we didn't even pick corn on a few of the fields because we wanted to keep matter in the in the ground for it to not blow. We saw a bunch of people, not in our county, but in the county next to us, they went through, a lot of people couldn't cut their milo because it didn't make anything. And they were getting pretty good money to bale it because obviously there's no hay around here. So they went in and they bailed it and they are blowing terrible now. And Bart just said the best decision I ever made was leaving that Milo in the field. Not He said, as a no-tiller, I would have never considered bailing it anyway. But he said, you know, that price hits you, however many per ton per bale that you could get. And it's kind of hard not to want to do that. But he said, I'm so glad we didn't make the decision to do that because we haven't blown at all. Thank God. That would yeah. just add to the misery. Yeah, and like to each their own. Like maybe they needed that cash flow. Yeah, for sure. So good and bad for sure. Um, but I know exactly what you mean. When it's just, it's gonna get uncomfortable for sure. It already is uncomfortable, I'm sure, for you guys, especially mm-hmm. with your custom spraying business and hired hands. And um, everybody has their trials, and we for own sure. our own. For sure. I think it just makes you realize that good days are really good, and the bad days just you're gonna look for a new day. Okay, I'm reading this book. Let me find it. Hold on. Okay. Okay, my friend Paige from No Roots Boots, 10 out of 10, recommend you guys checking her out. I have a code Kylie15 if you're interested in purchasing a pair, but she sent me this book and it's called, I guess I haven't learned that yet by Shauna Nyquist. Nyquist. I have no idea how to say that. Um, I can see, send a link to Whitney to throw in show notes or I'll link it in my stories, but um it was talking a lot about was talking a lot about self-love and it's a girl she's in her like mid 40s she's got kids she moved from a chicago midwestern town to new york um and it's more her personal stories but i truly am 45 pages in and i've never related with 45 pages of a book more than this book um which is so so good i hate when you start reading a book and it's like okay when's it gonna get good well, yeah. And like, especially nonfiction, motivational books, I really prefer to listen because it's just so uninteresting at times, mm-hmm. but this is so good. It's broken up into like page and a half chapters. They're concise little stories that are just so relatable. But the point of the matter is, is she was talking about how she has had to hit rock bottom multiple times to realize like God's love and the purpose of like things in our lives and just to live a lighter life. And to find the value in the day to day, which is so stinking hard. And we talk about it often, but it's so hard. 
um, the mundane middle, right? The messy middle, like loving the messy middle. Um, and it's so hard. And a lot of times we have to hit rock bottom. I know as an Enneagram eight, again, I had to hit rock bottom myself and then I hit rock bottom again. And then I find myself continually scraping the bottom some days. Um, I don't know. This book's good. I really related to it and felt like even with what you're saying about the agricultural dynamic in Western Kansas specifically, like we don't know why that's happening to you and it does really suck. It does really suck. I have so much sympathy and empathy in a way. Um, cause we have our own suck with like hog crap right. and different things, you know, like there's make anyone else's suck any less. Exactly. And it talked a lot about that too. Again, I'm only 45 pages in, but like 10 out of 10 recommend. I already told Whit I'm sending her a copy. So um, yeah, give me that and I'll link it. It was, that's a really roundabout story for just basically saying the older you get, the less you care about the little things, the more you care about the bigger things. And um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's been a lot easier for me going forward to kind of just let stuff ride. And I seriously think the difference between 20 and 30 and the way you look at things in your life is so revolutionary. Twenty-year-old mm-hmm. me during this, which this isn't our first year of drought, so mind you, I've had to go through a lot You're of growing pains. <laughs> but it's like twenty-year-old me would just, you know, be paralyzed with the day-to-day. And I can say the same for Bart too. Like he's grown so much in the in the drought. We just have to, you know, he always says it is what it is. And for a while, I was getting in the mindset and I would say this place sucks and that was before I was in therapy and he's like when you say that it really brings me down too and I'm thinking okay well that's not allowed to be said anymore mm-hmm. but that's I mean that's what I said six years ago I would say this place sucks and I mean it does suck but it's not something that needs to be verbally said we both feel it already mm-hmm. it's just the 30s have been easier on the old mentality I'm wondering if it's going to be easier to be a fourth time mom in my 30s right that's i'm, I'm so very happy. curious i would have another one i'm Maybe a pretty chill like, mom anyway i mean i yell at my kids don't think that that means i'm chill but like i'm pretty laid back i'm wondering how it's gonna be as far as my body i feel like an 80 year old woman going through pregnancy because everything hurts every pregnancy for me got harder for sure yeah i can definitely tell i'm older <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> You're not old though. That's the thing. Like people are in their 40s nowadays and I'm like, whoa, that feels really old. And they call it geriatric and it's like, geez. You're not yet though. No, I think 35 is when they start saying that. You're 35, yeah, which feels very old. What a horrible term. We need to really adjust that. We should. Bart just, or Bart, geez. Rowdy just said, you've been on your phone call for 30 minutes. 26. He's not wrong. 26. I know. He just wants to go hunt things. My episode of Full House is over. <laughs> okay, we can be done. I don't even have a quote. Well, get on it. We should interview our kids sometime. That could be really funny. That would be funny since Bart won't get on here. Rowdy Daniel. <laughs> can you see it? Oh, I can. Your mom's got me listening to DJ Tanner's podcast, which is so good. Oh my gosh, if you haven't listened to people, please get on the Cameron Bjork podcast. It is so good. Candace Cameron. Beret. Oh, it's Beret? That's like the intro every time. I don't really listen to the intro. Cameron Beret podcast. I think it's Russian. B-A-R-E or something, but it's... I want you to say the quote. What does Michelle say? Say it in there. 
You got it, dude. Oh, Rowdy, you win the internet today. Oh, my gosh. There you go. That's the quote. Whatever you're going through, you got it, dude. That sounds amazing. Okay, we can't let, we can't end it any better. Sounds good. We'll talk to you later, What? See ya. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.